Hello and welcome to the Do We Think podcast, a podcast among friends where we talk about this week's celebrity gossip, some blind items, and tell you what do we think. I am Jesse, and I'm here with Christine. Hello. Hi, everybody. And I'm so happy to have her with me. <laughs> Aw, thanks for inviting me onto your podcast. I'm of so excited. Course. Oh, yeah. All right. This week, we're going to talk about... We're going to round up a bunch of new music that has been released. We're going to talk about some celebrities that have said some kind of delusional things. We're going to talk about... What else are we going to talk about? We're going to talk a little bit more about Billie Eilish, um, a little bit about Kim Kardashian. We're going to talk about Camila Cabello. And... Yeah, and we're going to talk about some new baby announcements. We're going to talk about some blind items. So let's get right into it, shall we? We shall, we shall. Here we go. Here we go. So first thing I want to talk about is this delusional statement. This is first going to start with two statements that I found to be delusional. And I want to know what Christine thinks. So Adam Levine told Zane Lowe, who I don't know if you guys don't know, he does the, oh no, my dog is whining at the door. (laughs) Um, He does the Apple music interviews, usually. Um, Adam Levine of Maroon 5 said, when the first Maroon 5 album came out, there were still other bands. I feel like there aren't other bands anymore, you know? It just makes me sad. I feel like they're a dying breed. And I was like, um, there are lots of other bands out there, Adam Levine. I just was like, that sounded so tone deaf and stupid to me. Like, I can think of like 10 bands off the top of my head. I think it's definitely harder for bands to last longer nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know of as many bands as there once were. Like, my favorite, favorite first band was S Club 7. And they'll always hold a special place <laughs> in my heart. But that was like years ago. And I'm really aging myself by saying that. But I think he, maybe he was just thinking about like within pop music. I don't know. I feel like there's so many bands with country and like, I think even Bruno Mars recently, he's starting back up with a band. Like, I think that was like a little bit of an overshot for him to say, what do you think? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I'm like, hello, there's so many bands. There's the 1975, there's the white stripes there's the jonas brothers there's of monsters and men there's bts there's like there's so many and i was like what do you mean we're a dying breed i mean i guess unless he was talking about like bands being on mainstream radio because when they came out there was like you know like all american rejects and like all that kind of stuff at the same time yeah, maybe you're maybe you're right. Maybe he was trying to say currently on like the top one hundred, like hot one hundred or whatever, you know. That actually could be what he's saying. But out of context, like it I'm like, um, no, there's actually quite a few bands that are still very successful. <laughs> I was like, okay, Adam Levine. <laughs> also, I never really think of Maroon Five as a band. Like I just don't feel like they like like when they do like interviews. It's never him and their whole band. It's always just him. When I think of Maroon 5, I think of Adam Levine. I don't really... I know there's other people in the band, but honestly, that's who I see first. I agree. 
I think there's like someone named Ryan. <laughs> That's like my oh, extent. I don't know. You're better than me. I don't know. Um, another statement that I found delusional was Ava Max, who sings that song. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. That song. Mm-hmm. So she was talking about how people on Sirius XM that she was talking about how people compare her to Lady Gaga, which like I can kind of see because like she has like I don't know she has like the like unique look and like she tries to be like artsy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was just reading up about her with her haircut. Apparently, it was from some sort of accident. But also, I feel like it's not like so jarring that I'm like going to be more drawn to her in a certain way as far as like when I first look at her. So she said, never in a million years would I have thought they would compare me to Lady Gaga. And then it all just started happening. And I thought that's so cool. I thought it was going to be like Mariah Carey. (laughs) And I was like, well, why on earth would you think one person out there would ever compare you to Mariah Carey? She's got confidence. I was Whoa. like, not the same genre, not even close to the same kind of voice, like not looking alike at all. Like what, where do you get this? That's a bit of a wild comparison. I agree. Hmm. I don't think of Ava Max and, the, and then I think of Mariah Carey, but like, <laughs> I just don't. Not at all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, there apparently Lord is starting to supposedly tease new music any week now with her new era to fully start in the spring. What do you think? Are you excited for Lord to come back? Are you indifferent? I'm kind of indifferent. Like, I'm not going to lie. When she first came out, she was killing it. She was, you know, relatable, young. Like, I feel like we saw her everywhere. And then I feel like she kind of disappeared for a little bit for like, two or three years and then like 2017 2018 even 2019 i think she'd put out a couple of things here and there but i really haven't heard from her in a while so not having heard from her like my anticipation and my excitement is definitely there to like hear what she's been working on i'm very excited yeah i agree i feel like she always like makes something a little bit different and i like that she i feel like when she puts out an album it's a very cohesive set of work similar to taylor which is i think why i'm a little excited yeah, I agree. Um, let's talk about new music that has come out. So first song I want to talk about is Selena Gomez and DJ Snake, Selfish Love. I thought it was nothing special. I thought it was bland. I thought it was just like another song with her and a DJ. And like the Spanish stuff is fine. But I was thinking, she says she sings better in Spanish. And I was like wondering why. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, maybe it's because you're not holding out any vowels for a long amount of time. Like you're always switching. Interesting. That's like what I was thinking. Why she might sing better in Spanish. Cause there's a lot more like than being like, da da da, you know, I listened to the song too. And I agree. Like it was nice and I liked the beat and everything, but it was nothing that made me feel like any really sort of way like i'm not gonna like add it to a playlist anytime soon like i'm Mm -hmm. happy that she feels confident because like i i'm a huge fan of selena gomez like who isn't but like (laughs) for singing purposes like i love to hear that she feels more confident in something and i want her to keep pursuing and something that makes her feel successful you know i'm so successful yeah 
<laughs> um, next song that I was actually surprised by, but I don't know what you thought. Maroon 5's new song, Beautiful Mistakes, featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I didn't like it. Really? I did, and I was you shocked. Did. I did. Okay, tell me why you liked it. Okay, I liked it. Like, I felt like the beat was, like, catchy, and, like, I thought, like, the chorus was nice. <laughs> Could that be a more bland <laughs> description? <laughs> I'm hearing myself say it and I'm like cool I could describe any song in the world but and then I was listening to it and I was like okay like this is like cool this is chill like I could I could picture I could see myself like driving to it and listening to it but then I was like how is Megan Thee Stallion gonna fit in like I was kind of like I don't see her like I feel like her rap style is more like not not aggressive in a bad way I feel like aggressive has like negative connotation but I don't mean that in a negative way I just feel like she, I don't know, like, I feel like her rapping on, like, a chill track, I was like, I don't know how that's going to come off. But actually, I really liked it. Like, her verse, I feel like, fit. And then it was kind of cool to hear her sing a little bit, too, not just rap. So, I don't know. I liked it. I thought, I definitely thought her verse made the song. Mm. Like, I just thought it was a little too slow, but then like when she started to like when it was her time, it brought the song to life a little bit for me, but it still isn't something that I'm like a big fan of, which makes yeah. me feel bad because usually I don't feel that way with music right away. Like, you know me, like I, I need to listen to something a lot of times in order to make my opinion on it. And usually yeah. things will grow on me. So who knows? Maybe it'll grow on me. But for right now, I'm like, eh, it's okay. This song is not actually new, but I just never listened to it. So I decided I was going to. Best Friend by Saweetie featuring Doja Cat. I think it's, like, cute. Like, I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, obsessed with it. But I was like, oh, like, it's cute. Like, go best friend. That's my best friend vibes. I agree. I really really like this song it's so catchy it's on the tiktok as the kids are saying there's dances for it it's oh, there are. Such a catchy beat oh my gosh yeah it's really it's such a cute music video too oh, i really right. love that whole thing like girl girl yes like i appreciate that so much i thought it was really well done really fun for and- me doja makes the song but i just like doja better than i like saweetie so both, of, I don't know. I can't even decide which one I like fielded better. I feel like both of them, it was like a great pairing. I think they did oh. a really good job with the song. And it's such a good beat. Like as soon yeah. as I saw the name of the song, I was like, that's my best friend. Like it, I just know it right away. Mm-hmm. Totally. So apparently there is a rumor that an ex act, so that means just like an, a person who was an actress and then became a singer will experiment with the pop rock genre similarly to Miley Cyrus's Plastic Hearts and it'll receive good reviews from the general public. This is, I follow like a pop predictions account on Twitter and I always just like seeing like what I think when they post something. What do you think will happen? Who do you think it could be? I honestly don't have any guesses for who I think it could be. I feel like your guess is probably going to be like right on the like money for it because you have like a good sense for these things mm. i don't really know do who's I? trying to. <laughs> yeah, i think you do i don't <laughs> know 
really who else would kill it like miley you know she could do any genre and in my opinion it's gonna sound so good but i'm also a huge miley fan so Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know i know nick jonas is kind of doing his own thing right now like but i don't anticipate him doing rock pop rock because that spaceman song like i'm sorry like that's not pop rock so i honestly (laughs) don't know who it could be. Do you have any guesses? I have a, not so much as a guess as it is a hope and dream. I want Demi Lovato to go back to pop rock. Oh. Oh my God. Duh. That's my dream. Cause I'm not, I'm not thinking Ariana is going to do pop rock. Wait, I would love for pop rock Demi. I would to love it too. I was, did you listen to the episode that I did with Gina and we talked about how we feel like Here We Go Again was maybe her best album? I think so, yeah. I, I love listening to that album the other day and I was like, this album really is good. It's just so like angsty and I just connected <laughs> with it so much. And I love I, the I, angst. I still love it. I, I still think it's great. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It is such a good album. Like I got my sister to fall in love with Demi Lovato on that album. And like, we went to a concert that year. I think she was like nine and I was like <laughs> 17 or something. And I brought her to it and we were both screaming the lyrics. Like that was such a good album. So good. I, yeah, that's my hope and dream. Uh, I hope you're right. Let's put it out into the universe. Oh shoot. I wanted to talk about all the new music and then I kind of like jumped to a whole other topic, but oh, on, I'll okay. go back to new music. <laughs> um, Justin Bieber put out his new song, Hold On, and then it was accompanied with a music video. I loved it. I loved the music video. I loved the song. The music video, if you haven't watched it, is really cool. It's kind of about like, the concept of how Sometimes people will do like bad things, but they do it because it's coming from like a place of desperation. It's like in the music video, he has a girlfriend who, um, it looks like she has cancer and, um, like you see her like get sick on the music video and then he like robs a bank to get money for like the medical bills. And like, I don't know, it sounds cheesy to say it, but, um, it was very, I don't know. It was just very cool. And it was, I, I just really like this new direction he's going, it has like a little bit of like more edge to it than just like the R and B that he was doing before, or I didn't. It wasn't really R and B, but he thought it was R and B. But um, but I don't know. I really liked it. What did you think? I did too. I really liked it. I've actually started to follow Justin Bieber back on Instagram because oh, I'm just really into this like you. after of him um and his music and like what he's putting out i loved the music video i thought it was a really cool concept i haven't seen that from him i didn't Mm -hmm. expect it from him and i you know little soft spot little soft spot for that kind of stuff in a music video you know like so much more meaning and value to it when you have like such a beautiful idea for a music video like that so i really liked it i'll definitely listen to it again it's going on my Okay, every year, every season, I have a new playlist, and I usually come up with, like, some title, blah, 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 Spring 21. Like, last year, I was like, Get Sprung 2020, <laughs> which is spring. Oh, no! Which, like, oh, that was no. not my best work, but um, I'm still... Oh, no. <laughs> I'm saying, oh, no, because, like, Spring 2020 just turned into... We all know. No, yeah. I wasn't saying anything other than that for my oh, no. I think it was uh, a clever pun. 
I Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, playlist title pending, but my spring 2021 playlist is now Among Us. And that's play- that song is definitely going to go on there. Um, next on releases this week, there was Allie and AJ's song Pretty Places. What did you think? It was a long song. I noticed, or the music video at least was long. It was like five minutes, yeah. seconds. I know. That's um, what I was thinking when I was listening to it too. It's definitely like a chill thing to listen not think chill song to listen to in the car um yeah it got a little bit redundant for me like i feel like it maybe could have been shorter but i thought it sounded really nice i love the harmonies because i just don't know why i've always had a thing for harmonies and it's like literally that's all the two of them do and it sounded really pretty to me what did you think i loved it and some of their like newer work has been hit or miss for me. Like some of it's been almost like too like indie. I don't know. It sounds mm. stupid, but like yeah. sometimes it's just like I'm like I don't know. It's like too like sleepy or too like whatever. But I really really liked it, and I loved the music video. And I really really hope that they went on a real road trip and it wasn't a pretend one for the music video. <laughs> I know I got the vibe. It was like wherever Allie is, like just filming around her town. Wherever AJ is, just filming around wherever she is. Like I definitely got the vibe. It felt real to me. I hope it <gasps> was too. My friend Jr. said that a couple months ago they had posted like pictures on like a road trip, so that might have been real. Oh, oh, we got the inside scoop. Yes, thanks, Jr. Thanks, Jr. Um, BB Rexa sacrifice. I loved it, but the music video was stupid for me. I need to look at look up the lyrics again. Oh wait, wait, wait! I remember like a this music sound. video. It was vampire. Hell, didn't scary. know what was gonna happen. Yeah. Oh my god, I. I am not good with blood, so trigger warning. If you don't like that stuff, do not click on the music video. Listen to the lyrical video of the music video did a number on me, so I don't even remember the song. <laughs> <laughs> Christine's traumatized out here. It was too... It was, like, not too much, whatever. Like, it's entertainment. You'll remember it. You're talking about it. Obviously, it did its job, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't remember, like, loving the song. I kind of did love it. It's very, You like, did? Disco- it's kind of disco-y, do a doula peep vibes. <laughs> oh, little doula peep. Doula peep. <laughs> do a leapa. Um, but, yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. Um, did you listen to any of Zara Larson's album Poster Girl? I did. I did. I tried to listen to all the songs, at least like some of it all the way through. Um, I really had like a couple that stood out to me. I need to like look at a at her album. I liked it. Her first album was came back came out all the way in 2016. Um, and it was kind of, she's like said this in interviews too. Um, but it like wasn't super cohesive. It was kind of all over the place. And this album was a lot more like sonically cohesive. Let's see. I liked the songs Love Me Land. I liked Need Someone. I liked Poster Girl. I Need Love. Stick With You. Yeah, those were my highlights. Um, 
I remembered the FFF song. I remembered the falling friend. Yeah. And then um, the Ruin My Life song, which I know, like, everyone knows that one. But, like, honestly, it's a banger, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. And... Hmm. Those two. Those two are a standout for me right now. I know there were two other ones, and I should have written it down <laughs> to be more helpful for this situation. That's but okay. um, I did like it. I thought it was good. Like, I don't listen to her music religiously or really all that often but you know that's that room my life song is a good one so it is a good one and last new music for the week for me was nikki demar's um messy room just watched it i thought it was really good but i me also like nikki demar no i liked it and i don't always love when youtubers do music like i it's kind of hit or miss for me um even like some of her other songs have been hit or miss for me but I actually really like this one because I can relate me in my messy room (laughs) yeah when I'm I'm, like in a depression Brad will be like Jesse the room is so messy and I'm literally like what are you talking about like I'm so like in my own like brain that the mess doesn't even like register at all to my eyes and my brain I'm just like what do you mean (laughs) like so I relate to this song for sure and I, like, love that comparison because, honestly, when I feel like my room's a mess, I feel like my life's a mess. Mm. Like, I I found that to be very relatable. Like, at any age of my adolescence through now, like, I still always feel like that. And I feel like I'll always be able to connect to something like that. So I liked it. I thought the music video was, like, kind of cool. Like, different angle shots, different, like, zoom-ins and stuff. But, like, I still thought she, like, sang it really well. And I, I liked the lyrics and stuff. I thought she did a nice job. I think I like her music over her sister Gabby's music any day. What ha- I know, I know it's not on the. I know it's not on the agenda, but like she was supposed to come out with something too. I think I thought so. Yeah, and then I think she said maybe it had changed because of like different events that were going on on in her life. Like the genre changed, and now like she's not that kind. Of, the person who was recording all those songs, like, isn't the same person she is now. So I think she's mm. maybe going to hold on to it. That's kind of the gist. I'm now remembering a video that I watched of her talking about it briefly. So I could be wrong with that. But I I think she was supposed to come out with something, too. I think that both of them were, like, working on stuff at the same time. Because I remember seeing that on social media, them, like, going to L.A. and being in the studio at the same time. Do we think they like each other? I think it goes in waves. Much like, <laughs> much like any relationship with a family member, especially siblings. Yeah. So I think they're taking a break from their channel. Mm. So maybe it's, maybe it's a healthy break. It seems like they're in, in a good place with each yes. other. But who knows? No one really knows except for the people involved. That's true. Um, Kim Kardashian sympathizes with Britney Spears, says the media also shamed her. She writes, so I finished watching, um, Britney Spears documentary this week and it made me feel a lot of empathy for her. The way the media played a big role in her life, the way it did can be very traumatizing. It can really break even the strongest person, no matter how public someone's life may seem, no one deserves to be treated with such cruelty or judgment for entertainment. Looking back at my own experience, I remember a time when I felt this way. When I was pregnant with North, I was suffering from preeclampsia, 
which made me swell uncontrollably. I gained 60 pounds and delivered almost six weeks early, and I cried every single day over what was happening to my body, mainly from the pressure of being constantly compared to what society considered a healthy pregnant person should look like, as well as being compared to Shamu the whale by the media. So sad. So um, sad. Looking at all of the photos of myself online and in magazines made me so insecure, and I had this fear of wondering if I would ever get back to my pre-baby body. I was shamed on a weekly basis with my cover stories that made my insecurity so painful I couldn't leave the house for months after. It really broke me. Luckily, I was able to take these frustrating, embarrassing feelings and channel it into motivation to get me where I am today. But to say this didn't take a toll on me mentally would be a lie. I'm sharing this just to say I really hope everyone involved in this business of shaming and bullying someone to the point of breaking them down might reconsider and instead try to show understanding and compassion. You just never fully know what someone is going through behind the scenes. And I've learned through my own experience that it's always best to lead with kindness. And then she posted like a lot of magazine covers of when she was shamed for being pregnant. And they're really sad to see. And she said, these are just a few examples. I'm tired of Googling myself. Okay. Heading off to my workout now. But I was like, I remember when she was pregnant and people were so mean, like she went to the Met Gala and people said she looked like a couch. And like, oh I just my remember God. Yeah. people were really mean. People are ruthless. She was pregnant. Like, my gosh. I would never make fun of anybody pregnant, like gaining any amount of weight. I'm looking at the photo collage that she has. If For the viewers, for the people listening, excuse me. <laughs> um, I'm sure people have screenshotted it and it's like on the internet somewhere it's this collage of all of the titles and the big bold yellow words are just so detrimental to people's health like yeah like literally it's like kim yes i'm fat kim alone and binge eating um dumped at 200 pounds i'll never be sexy again i can't stop eating this baby is ruining my life like paid to get fat like so mean she had to go friends and family that have been like pregnant i would kill someone if they said this about like my friends or family and it's so terrible because she obviously can handle it with grace but i'm sure like she's saying behind the scenes it was terrible like that's so you're pregnant on top of all of that happening like you're carrying a miracle in you like nobody should be judging you even if you're not pregnant and fat, like, again, people don't know what you're going through. You right. could have a medical condition. You could have, like, literally anything could be going on. You could be, like, really depressed and, like, having a hard time. You could be on a medication that's making you gain weight. Like, people just need to shut up about people's bodies. It's such a cheap shot. Like, find something else. Like, that's such, like, a low blow. Like, get out. On top, uh, speaking of body image, I was reading this article about how, like, the like early 2000s was, like, ruined like so many women and it's like so true like the whole like everybody that you saw on like tv and in the media was like super skinny and all had like like i remember like in early 2000s like size zero was like the big thing like everyone was like you have to be a size zero you have to be a size zero and like the way the media like just shamed women if they didn't look a certain way i feel like it was really detrimental to people growing up in that time like we grew up we were like teenagers during that time and like it definitely is something that I feel like affects me like even now when they do ad campaigns with like you know like healthy bodies and stuff 
I find myself like I like I cringe and then I think oh my god like why you feel that way like this is like what normal people look like like your friends and your family look like this like why do you feel like weird when you see an underwear model that's like not fit but I think it just was so like hammered into our mind this is such a young age that like this is the idea of beauty this is what it is and it's like to undo the years of seeing that is hard. Like you have to really consciously do it. It's not just going to go away by itself. You have to yeah. like do work to get that, get that out of your mind. Yeah, definitely. And I remember like when I was listening to your episode with Chris talking about like the underwear models or something specifically, oh, yeah. talking a little bit about that. And like, I remember us growing up in my locker, I would have pictures of like people that I idolized and like I remember I made like a vision board like at my friend's house once and I noticed like we were cutting out magazine clippings of like figures of girls that we wanted to like have and pursue and I noticed even once like on her fridge she had a like photo of like I don't know who it was or if it was like a saying and a photo of a girl and she's like every time I see that photo when I go to the fridge it reminds me to like not eat and I'm like what that's crazy that's crazy and I've talked to many girls who have like seen or heard of experiences making a vision board or like having pictures of people you idolize for like inspiration and they were like so unhealthy it's skin they call kids would call it skin spo skin inspiration I'm really glad that there's so much more positivity nowadays for like even my younger sister who's not even that much younger but like my god like I'm really glad that people are getting more educated and there's more information out there to because that's like I totally believe what you said in that article about the 2000s being like just the worst type of body was being like Like, put out there even you could barely go to a store and find jeans that weren't like low rise and that's like not flattering for like 90 percent of the bodies out there oh my god terrible but like that's all you could find in stores like crazy so insane um in other news camila cabello who um had a big racial scandal um racist scandal i should say where she on her tumblr when she was like younger posted very many terrible racist things um um she took part in a racial healing session with national compadres network and provided 250,000 to 10 organizations she says she saw firsthand when she, along with her boyfriend, Sean Mendez, joined protesters in Miami in the wake of George Floyd's death that you recognize your privilege. Five months earlier, she'd offered a public apology for racist language she'd used on Tumblr as a teen and had reached out to the National Compadres Network, a racial equality group, to take part in weekly racial healing sessions. It created a space where I was held accountable. You get corrected, you have homework, and you learn. That's how you move forward. Now I know better so I can do better. As I learned more about other people's experiences in the world, I was like, how do I help the people who are on the front lines of dismantling systems that create oppression? And how do I bridge that with my own personal journey with mental health and healing? The result was the Healing Justice Project. In the initial funding round, Camila and Movement Voter Fund provided nearly 250,000 to 10 organizations. What all the organizations have in common is that they're helping their communities, especially marginalized groups in their communities. 
And I, um, what do you think of this? I love to see growth and people being educated. And if you have the financial means to donate and help, I think it's a step in the right direction. I agree. And I think, um, as much as like, I definitely was very like judgmental of her about the racist posts. Like I think taking courses like that is great. And I wish that those were more readily available because like, even I don't consider myself a racist person at all, but like, even I like living through like this whole black lives matter movement. Like I know that I could stand to be better, better educated. Like, just not because through any fault of my own, but just, you know, I grew up in a predominantly white town. I da da da. Like, you know, there's like, I would gladly like take a course to better educate myself on like, you know, racial oppression, you know what I'm saying? And like how to better help. And I think that's really great that she spoke out about it and that she took courses. I think it's great too. Like I'm, trying to educate myself right now I'm, I'm taking i'm reading a book called how to be anti-racist and oh, i'm reading it with um some of my colleagues that i work with and it's uh, like an organized book club and it's really helping me to learn a lot about it and you know it's, i'm more passionate about it because i've learned a lot more about it and about how wrong and how much more we have to do and yeah it, in the current job that i have i feel like not only is it my obligation, it's like my own white privilege needing to like recognize what I need to do to be responsible and hold myself accountable and the people around me accountable for making it not just making a change, but like helping other people recognize that so much more work needs to still be done. Totally. I completely agree. Um, Quavo of Migos has enlisted Scooter Braun as his new co-manager on the heels of announcing his new movie role alongside Robert De Niro and John Malkovich. Wow, I didn't know he was in a movie. He, <laughs> this is shocking to me. Me um, He has enlisted Scooter Braun for management. Billboard has learned. Braun will co-manage the star alongside the rap group's current manager. I honestly think Quavo's career needs as much help as it can get. And as much as I hate Scooter Braun, I think he clearly knows something about being a manager seeing as he's ariana grande's manager justin bieber's and they're both big stars so i think he is an annoying fucking turd on my shoe but also i think he has some business sense so i mean would i work with him no scooter Braun, stop calling me no you may not represent me Um, but like i mean quavo if you need the help i think you know i guess it's not a terrible move i guess i'm a little confused i thought quavo was a part of migos he is so how come just one of them is getting (laughs) this manager not all three of them well they they have a manager but then He's going to have that manager do half of it and Scooter do half of it. Oh, so Quavo like made the executive decision to add on a second manager for himself. Oh, I didn't know that that stuff happened within groups. I think so. I guess I never oh. really thought about it, but I guess so. Interesting. I, I 
pretty much agree with the things that you've had to say about Scooter Braun. I'm not a huge fan of him. I do know that he brings a lot of success for Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. And I want Quavo to do well. I want Migos to do well. They're they're a really great group. I love listening to their music. They're always <laughs> a fun time. Um, but I'm a little nervous for them to be working with him. I hope I hope for the best. Um, agree. So we're gonna go into some blind items right now. Oh wait, no, I wanted to say something else. What was it? Was it music related? It might have been. Hmm. I don't remember. That's okay. Um, okay. Oh, I know. I wanted to talk to you about, I've been thinking more about Billie Eilish and her relationship with this 22 year old man, Q. Yes. And I've been like thinking, it's just been like, it's been just rolling around in my head. Like, <laughs> oh man. It just has been. <laughs> I've just been like, <laughs> like, that's my main thing that was problematic from that documentary. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yes, Billy is not a six was not a typical sixteen year old, and like she dealt with some very adult things. But like that doesn't make up for social experience. Like she literally had never even been to school. Like there's obviously like she didn't have as much social experience. I forget. Do we know how they met? No. Did she say it was like at a party or something? I don't know. I don't remember. That like rubbed me the wrong way. I thought that was really weird. I think the family, I got a vibe from the family. They maybe didn't love it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I think she's moved on to bigger and better things. But socializing, I agree. Like, not that people that are homeschooled don't go out and do other activities with other people. But in her case, I didn't really see much of other friends besides that one best friend. So, like, Zoe. definitely... Yeah, it definitely worried me a little bit. I'm sure she has a ton of, like, good friends and, like, people around her that are, like, love her and support her and, like, want nothing but the best for her. But, like, girl, how come no one told you that was, that guy was, like, not for it? Like, it was just not it. And also, like, the difference between a 16-year-old and a 22-year-old is, like, sexual experience, too. Like, 16 and 22, you have a way different, like, relationship, a way different relationship to sex. Like, I feel like at 22, you're dating someone, like, you're expecting to fuck. Versus, like, when you're 16, at least for me, when I was 16, I was, like, oh, like, I hope maybe we, like, kiss. But I was also, like, very, like, a naive 16-year-old. But, like, but then again, it's, like, if she, but then if he was 22 and was, like, oh, I hope we kiss, I mean, that would be weird, too. <laughs> So, like, like that would be, like, just, like, developmentally, like, a little young. But, like, you know, um, like, the potential for, like, him to have, like, done some, like, damage to her or, like, maybe, like, if she did something that she, like, wasn't ready. Like, I feel like the the when you have a big age difference like that, there's a bigger risk for that. Especially if it's her current relationship too like it seemed like she was so in love with him which makes me think like maybe it was a first relationship which makes me feel even sadder for her because those are the hardest to get over yeah you can tell like her parents want her to like want to shelter her like not in a bad way but just like you know like keep her safe and good and whole and it's like maybe i wonder like sometimes i wonder when somebody dates someone like way younger than them I wonder if they, like, not so much in adulthood, but, like, when it's, like, an 
adult dating like a teenager, I feel like maybe they date a younger person so they can take advantage because that person doesn't have grown up expectations yet. Like, oh, like they're younger, so they're not going to like expect as much out of me or like they'll tolerate it if I say like what I say goes, you know? I know. I feel like I would have to talk with someone. I really don't know the real reason why somebody would want to date like so, so much younger for that specific age time. You know what I mean? Like maybe I (laughs) would... Not always, but like, like in the adult world, sixteen years, six years is like who cares? But yeah, like I but maybe like thought the like people date younger to like feel younger, but I'm like you're already young, so that doesn't make sense to me. I think your reasoning makes more sense there. They won't also, hold them I wanted, accountable. <laughs> I wanted to know what your thoughts are on the James Charles drama because. On TikTok, I found out that the person who has made the allegations against James has since gone to the police. And if he was making it up, why would he go to the police? Oh, I don't think I'm all the way caught up on it. Could you give me like a little synopsis of what Mm -hmm. it was? It was was like not the first time occurrence of him texting and an underage person. Somebody who was underage and then the receipts were blown up on TikTok, right? I think so. Yeah. And then really all I know is that on TikTok, people are talking about that he, that this person has since said that they were going to the cops. Oh, James, it's not looking good. I know. It kind of rubs me the wrong way that it's not the first time. It makes me think like, okay, let's just keep this person on our radar. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. It just, you know, something's, not adding up it's not the first time something feels a little off i don't know people just be careful three blind items this week um this one is supposedly about halsey why is anyone surprised that this a-list one named singer has inappropriate sexual encounters with underage girls when she has a life-size tattoo of marilyn manson um that has been in the news who has been in the news in the past month do we think this is true? Isn't she pregnant? Yeah. Not that that has literally anything to do with this story. I'm just <laughs> thinking about what I've heard from her last. Uh, with underage girls. I haven't heard anything about that. That sounds a little bit crazy to me. What do you think? I don't think it's true. I don't know. Something just tells me. I feel like. She's been, like, a victim of, like, sexual assault before and stuff, and I just feel like she wouldn't, like, do that to someone else. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a a wild one. I don't know, though. Sometimes, I don't know, this is going to sound really messed up. I don't even know if I want to say it. But, like, sometimes people with, like, trauma like that, it, like, as a domino effect. But, like, I really don't feel like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't at all. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, About Nick Jonas and the Jonas Brothers, there's an ongoing huge split between these sibling singers because of the same issues that plagued them in the past. One is just super thirsty and wants all the attention. I believe this so much, and it makes me (laughs) upset. Tell me why, girl. Tell me why why i believe it because nick jonas the proof is in the pudding honey he is thirsty as fuck 
I just feel like he always needs his name in the press. I mean, hello at his marriage. Um, like he just like, if you're passionate about being in a band with your brothers then be in a band with your brothers, if you're not passionate, then just stop, like stop this going back and forth business. Like, why can't this be enough for you? It all started when it was Nick Jonas in the administration, when they had that first break and it's just going to keep on happening. Makes me sad because he seems a little bit scary. (laughs) Yeah. Um, actually there's four blind items. Sorry, my bad. This is supposedly about, um, about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. This A minus list actress slash director may have taken on too much with this fake relationship thing of hers. She was wholly unprepared for this many people looking into every aspect of her life and exposing it all. What do you think? I'm not really sure what the... So, like, she's nervous because it's a fake relationship that people are going to find out, right? That's my understanding of it. Supposedly, yes. Um, I don't know. I feel like Olivia Wilde's very mature, and she, like, probably really didn't think that people were going to read that much into it because, I don't know, maybe people didn't read too much into her, like, last one. But she was also with that person for, like, 10 years. You have to know if you're going to be with Harry Styles, the Harry Styles, like people are going to talk about you. Your name's going to be on a thousand people, thousand million people's mouths. So I don't really know. I think, I think uh, if you set it up, you got to deal with it. I, I don't know for sure what I think of this relationship is real or not. I don't feel like I have enough reason to say like no 100% it's fake, but I also don't know 100% that it's real because like, just for the sheer reason that it's Hollywood, you know? Um, lastly, this is supposedly about Lord and Taylor Swift. This one name, foreign born, flash in the pan, A plus lister turned B minus lister, <laughs> harsh, says that this female singer higher on the list bullied her and ended up ruining her career. I do not believe that. Wait, who's the A plus to B minus? Lord, they put her to B minus. What the <laughs> hell? What? Just because she's I not don't... relevant right now? Like, my God, people take breaks during their music. Oh my gosh, that's stupid. Well, whatever. I don't think so. I was under the impression they were friends. Yeah, I like, don't think good friends. Career. And their careers aren't even in the same lane. Like, they're not even like no. They not. don't do the same thing. So, what would Taylor have to bully her about? Like. If anything, yeah. Taylor probably took her under her wing and, like, said, hey, be fucking careful about this person, that person. Yeah. I think. Sorry for swearing. Girl, I swear all the time. Okay. I couldn't remember what this was rated. Explicit, Henny. <laughs> um, lastly... Some YouTuber news. Zoe Sugg and Alfie Days are expecting a baby. Cute. I'm so excited for them. I don't watch them like consistently anymore, but I used to. And I genuinely think they're a lovely couple and I think they'll be great parents. And I'm very, 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 very excited for them. I'm going to start rewatching their videos because I didn't follow them very closely, but I know they've been like OG YouTubers. 
like along with the other people that we like. So I'm excited for them. That's so exciting. A little bebe, little bebe news. That is all we have for you this week, friends. But we hope you enjoyed listening, Christine. Thank you so much for being on this guest, Bambino. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. And I love you. I love you. (laughs) All right. Until next time, we are leaving you on red. Peace.